are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trainer here with you, and it is Monday. Happy Monday to you. The 1st of February. Wow, time is sure flying, isn't it? And uh, most importantly, it is Super Bowl week. So the Super Bowl being played this coming Sunday. And I have today's show as well as tomorrow's show is devoted to the Super Bowl theme, but with a Giants twist to it. So today's show, I have an exclusive interview with Eli Manning and his dad, Archie Manning. The two of them are part of a new Frito-Lay commercial uh, that is going to be played on Super Bowl Sunday. It's really, really clever. Um, You can actually visit GiantsCountry.com and you can see uh, the commercial. I have a link to it. And uh, really well done. I I think you guys will enjoy it. you know, Peyton Manning is in the commercial as well, but he was not made available as part of the promotion. But Eli and Archie were. And that interview is coming up after the break. Before we get to that interview, though, I did want to talk a little bit about Eli Manning because he was in the news last week. Inadvertently, I guess, but, you know, still worth mentioning. Gary Myers, the longtime New York sports columnist, reported that uh, Eli Manning had stopped into the Giants facility a couple weeks ago and, you know, just to say hello to everybody, catch up and whatnot. And apparently um, he has decided, you know, now that he's been retired a year, that he would like to maybe pursue some type of opportunity with the Giants. Now, just to kind of give you a little background on on stuff like that, the Giants do employ several of their former players in some capacity, not all in a full-time capacity, but, you know, guys come in and out of the facility, um, you know, back before COVID shut everything down, it wasn't uncommon to run into a former Giant in the hallway. And, you know, um, they've had over the years, Charles Way, for example, he was the director of player engagement, Then when he left, David Tyree took over that job until about, I think, a year and a half ago. Uh, Part-time guys include Harry Carson, Carl Banks, who are members of the broadcast team. You see David Deal. You see Victor Cruz also participates. Antrell Roll is there on game day. Sean O'Hara. All kinds of guys uh, participate, mostly with the broadcast division. So it's not clear what Eli's role would be. Um, obviously, the Giants, you know, they've always had a soft spot for him, and rightfully so. The guy won them two Super Bowls. So they're going to find some kind of role for him. And Gary Myers in his tweet guessed that maybe that role will be some kind of mentorship role. And gosh, can you think of anybody better to have in that Giants locker room than Eli Manning as a mentor? I know I can't. And, um, I think that would make a wonderful uh, addition to the organization because so many of these young guys just they they don't really I you know understand or grasp what it means to be a professional until they get older you know they come out of school these kids and you know they know it's a job but sometimes you know some of these guys 
don't necessarily understand the little nuances that vary at the pro level versus at the college level in terms of taking care of your body, in terms of recovery, all that good stuff. So, you know, I, I don't know what role that they have in mind for Eli or what they've discussed, but whatever it is, you know that Eli is going to deliver his very best. You know he's going to be there. And, you know, interestingly enough, the New York Post in an article last week um, had an opportunity to speak with Eli as well as part of a different promotion he's doing for Frank's Red Hot. And Eli spoke about, you know, how he would always be there for Daniel Jones if Daniel needed him. You know, he would always be there as a resource. So, you know, look, if you're a young quarterback and you have an Eli Manning there willing to, you know, listen to you or or bounce ideas off of you, I mean, you'd be foolish not to take advantage of it. And from what I understand from that article, um, Daniel Jones has done just that. He's had a lunch recently with Manning. The two of them had a conversation. And here's hoping that they continue to stay in touch because Daniel, you know, even though this is his team now, he can really learn a lot from Eli Manning, um, who was with the Giants organization for 16 years and uh, just a beloved figure in that organization looking to come home in some kind of part-time capacity and no it won't be as a coach I know a lot of people you know when they saw the announcement or or not the announcement when they saw the tweet said oh is it going to be as a coach no it's not going to be as a coach Eli's got um, four young children and uh, I think he wants to kind of be a part of their lives see them grow up and be you know be a school dad you know chaperone all the stuff that dads do with their kids as they're growing up so it's not going to be, I guess, a coaching role. But look, you take what you can get, and, and Eli, whatever it is he's able to give, like I said, it's going to benefit that organization tremendously. All right, Giant fans, we're going to take our break. When we come back, Eli Manning and Archie Manning join me on the program. We talk about the Giants' offensive line primarily and its effect on a young quarterback. And then we're going to turn kind of turn the table a little bit talk about the Frito-Lay promotion really a fun little exchange there at the end I think I hope you're going to like it stay with us we'll be right back you're unique and so are your taxes TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who listen to you learn about your unique tax situations and answer your questions and on top of all that they can do your taxes from start to finish Maybe you started investing and want some reassurance from an expert that you're doing things right. Maybe you're now self-employed and need some expert advice on what qualifies as a home office deduction. Or maybe you'd rather have an expert file your taxes for you so that you can focus on what matters most. No matter what your situation is, TurboTax Live experts can answer your questions, give tax advice, review your return before you file, or even do it all for you. TurboTax Live gives you confidence that your uniquely you taxes are done right. Intuit TurboTax Live. File with the help of an expert or let an expert file for you. Hey, Giant fans. This is Patricia Trainer, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. If you're looking for a way to keep Giants football in the forefront during this offseason, pick up a copy of my new book, The Big 50 New York Giants, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. This 350 
plus page book takes a deep dive into the rich history of the Giants franchise, covering every era with stories, photos, and more that take you behind the headlines. The Big 50 New York Giants is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, TriumphBooks.com, and wherever books are sold. Pick up your copy today, and thank you to everyone for your support. Welcome back, New York Giant fans, to Locked on Giants, Segment 2. I am Patricia Trena, and as promised, I have my interview with Eli Manning and Archie Manning. Uh, the interview focuses primarily on the Giants' offensive line and its effect on a young quarterback. Eli, of course, went through that as a young quarterback with a new offensive line, and uh, Archie, back in the Day, play behind some offensive lines that, shall we say, struggled, causing him to have to run for his life uh, quite a bit back uh, when he was with the Saints and, and whatnot. So without any further delay, here is uh, the first part of my interview with Eli Manning and Archie Manning. Eli, if I could, I'd like to start with you. Um, you've obviously, uh, when, when you were a young quarterback, Eli, um, you had an opportunity to play behind a young offensive line, a developing offensive line. The Giants are kind of going through that right now. And I'm just kind of wondering if you could share some of your thoughts going back to those days when you were playing behind a young offensive line that was coming together and what kind of impact that had on your development. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, there, there, there are stages to that. And, and when I first got to the Giants, we, um, you know, we drafted Chris Snead. David Deal was a young guy. Uh, Sean O'Hara was kind of a young guy coming into from another team. And so, you know, it took a little time for, uh, for, for all of them uh, to kind of mold into that strong unit, which they became. They became one of the best offensive line units, you know, a couple of years later. And it was just all of us getting on the same page with how we wanted to protect things, different calls we could make. Uh, using your cadence and getting comfortable with that. So using kind of all of your weapons that you have. And so I think the, um, you know, it, it takes, it does take a little time and kind of getting comfortable in the unit coming together as, as one, as I said, if it's offensive line, it's not just having like one good guy here and one guy there. It's really the most important thing is those five guys working together, passing off twists and games and communicating and being on the same page. And so, um, you know, I think there are some young, you know, some young offensive linemen on, on the Giants, uh, you know, Nick Gates at center, Will Hernandez and two, you know, two draft picks from last year. So, you know, I think as they get more comfortable, more experienced and, 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 and get to stay hopefully in that same system for a number of years, uh, they'll continue to grow and, and kind of be able to uh, be a, a really strong unit. Mr. Manning, this question's for you, having played quarterback. How can a, a young quarterback help a, an offensive line that's coming together? Well, I, I think the, the, the main thing is, is do everything you can to give, give them confidence. So as you sometimes a, a quarterback can, can have a say-so with his coach and the plays you like and a game plan and so forth. And uh, one of the key – you know, what gets young offensive linemen or really what shows up is when they give up sacks and when they don't protect their quarterback. So one way to really help that is to run the ball and have good balance in, in your offense. So I think uh, a, a quarterback and, um, 
and uh, is is he communicates with his coaches and in, in the beginning of the week they're doing game plans and everything. You should do everything you can to make sure you, these young offensive linemen have confidence, or maybe I put it another way, where they don't lose confidence. And uh, that may mean uh, shorter passes, quicker passes, get it out, get it out of your hands before you, but instead of going into a deep seven step drop and you're trying to hold the ball back there for three or four seconds. So the main thing is to, is to keep getting, keep getting better, uh, kind of pump those guys up. Uh, I've never thought it was a good idea to really chastise a, a young lineman. You certainly would never do it in front of other linemen. You encourage them. And uh, uh, usually they know when they've messed up and you say, you know, we're going to correct that and, and, and get better. Eli, this question is for you. This past year, the Giants employed a, a rotation on the offensive line, I guess partially to make up for the lost training camp, or, or I should say preseason. How much more difficult does that make that for a quarterback when, you, when you know, you're not sure who you're going to have in front of you at any given time? You know, I think I think for a quarterback, a lot of your concerns um, are, are different. I mean, you got to worry about you know your your progressions, reading defenses, um, and you know going you know making good decisions. I think um, for that, you know, you you have to have faith in the guys in front of you, and that just comes from practice and, and trusting in your coaches to get you know get that group prepared. And so I think you know. Um, you know, to be honest, I'm sure I don't. You know, I'm not, I don't want to speak for Daniel, but you know, if sometimes we had a a guy running in and out, or we were trying a couple guys, I wouldn't even notice who who is who's in the, at guard. Sometimes you're you know you're worried about just calling plays, and and you can't worry about hey who's in who who's here at this spot. You got to trust all your guys to make plays. You know, whether it's receiver, offensive line, back. You know, if they're in the game, then they're they're in there. Uh, to do a job and if the progression or the read or the, you know, uh, tells you to go to that person, then you, you, you know, uh, you got to do, uh, you got to trust them and, and let them do their job and perform at the level they're expected to play at. Eli, one more question for you. And then I'm going to go back to your dad. If I could, you watched the giants, I'm sure this past year, what it, was your takeaways, you know, new offense, there was no um, off season, which I'm sure was a critical time for an offense to come together. But, but overall, I mean, do you feel that this group is on the right track and what were your just impressions of this group, this new shaping? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I think they are on the right track and, you know, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be, um, you know, uh, you know, tough at the beginning of the season when you have, a lot of new players, new left tackle, young quarterback, you know, young guys kind of all around the offense. And you have a new system, uh, learning a new system for a quarterback takes time just to get comfortable with and, and no, you know, throw in no offseason uh, programs to get together. So I knew it was going to take a little time for them to, you know, come together. But you start to see that towards the second half of the season and them, you know, winning games, um, you know, kind of finding ways to win close games, which early in the year they were in a lot of games. They just, you know, couldn't, you know, got close on some two-minute drives and couldn't quite punch it in uh, to win some games. But all of a sudden they start winning a few of those. And uh, and so I think that's, you know, uh, I think if they kind of can, you know, keep that same core of guys and same core of coaches and have a full off season and, um, you know, they can they can use, kind of go off that momentum and, and start turning the corner and start winning some of those tight games early and help gain some confidence and in going into the, the whole season next year.
You're listening to Locked On Giants with Patricia Trena and special guests Eli and Archie Manning. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, the conclusion of the interview with the Mannings. Stay with us. Have you tried the all-new and improved Built Bar? If not, you're missing out on one of the industry's healthiest and tastiest snack treats that's loaded with protein and low on sugar. With 18 different flavors, including nut and non-nut variety, you'll enjoy healthy snacks covered in 100% chocolate that's soft and easy to chew and, most importantly, great for the health conscious. Built Bars are great for folks on the keto diet and include protein and fiber nutrients you need without the exorbitant calories. And use the code LOCKEDON at checkout to save $10 off your next purchase. Visit BuiltBar.com to check out their amazing offering of flavors and put your customized box together. And don't forget, use the code LOCKEDON at checkout to save $10 off your order. That's BuiltBar.com. Are we ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and the NFL has some big matchups coming up as the 2020 regular season comes to a close and the playoff picture becomes clearer. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Welcome back, Giant fans, to segment three of Locked On Giants. Patricia Trana here with you. And we have the second half of my interview, my one-on-one, or actually one-on-two, I guess you could say, with Eli and Archie Manning, in which we uh, continued discussing the Giants' offensive line, the effect on quarterback Daniel Jones, and I decided to leave in the uh, banter at the end of the interview that uh, in which the Mannings talk about their involvement with the Frito-Lay commercial, and uh, it, it was just really a fun banter. I think you're going to enjoy it. So without any further delay, here is part two of the interview. Mr. Manning, as I recall, you were a mobile quarterback back in the day. And uh, with the Giants, Daniel Jones, of course, has that element of mobility. How important is that in a young quarterback scheme? And is there a danger of maybe developing, quote unquote, happy feet, especially behind a developing offensive line? I think it's um, in this day and time, Patricia, I think it is important. It's, it, again, I mentioned trend. It's kind of the trend. Uh, colleges, so many of the colleges now are using uh, mobile quarterbacks and the offenses that they're using with the read option and some of the things off of that in, in their in their play action. So coach, a lot of pro coaches have adjusted to that. You know, in, in my day, uh, when I came in the league, which is a long time ago, it was pretty unusual. I, I'd say eight out of ten quarterbacks were – just pocket passers. There wasn't that many mobile guys. My, my favorite was Fran Tarkenton, one of the greatest greatest scramblers ever, a giant for a while uh, also. But um, I, I think it, it, it's so helpful to your offense now. Now, you got to be careful 
if you if you if you get too bold in in this league in the NFL, you're gonna get hurt. You can't challenge these linebackers, even some of the defensive backs. But if you're smart in your running, and I, I think it's a real asset to Daniel. He he, he does a good job of it. Kai had some he had some really long runs this year. So you know for, for an NFL court, and he and he's a, he's a big guy. So um, I, I think it can really help your offense. Kind of get yeah, move the chains uh, sometimes when other things are breaking down. Mr. Manning, if I could just follow up, you said if a quarterback is smart in his running, could you just explain what you meant by that, please? Yeah, I just mean he's got a he can't challenge uh, not really not defensive backs, but especially not linebackers or defensive linemen in this league. Get what yardage you can get by by running, tucking the ball, but then get on the ground, get on the ground, or get out of bounds. Don't don't challenge linebackers in this game because you, you you won't get through a sixteen game season. And uh, finally, I want to talk to you both or ask you a question both about this Frito-Lay promotion that you're both involved in. Eli, I have to say, I really enjoyed your commercials, um, all the TV stuff you've done, uh, especially with Peyton. I think it's just hilarious. And I did get an opportunity to watch the clip. Can you just talk a little bit about this, this um, just working with your brother and your dad again? I mean, you've done several commercials. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it always is uh, a lot more fun to do a commercial where you get to do it with your with your dad uh, and with your brother. Just, uh, you know, usually there's not a uh, a, a firm script that you got to stick to. They kind of, you know, let you improvise. And especially when you're throwing a football uh, down in a basement in your pajamas, you know, it's a very casual scene. And, uh, you know, so Peyton and I are just doing our, you know, what we, we would say to each other when, you know, when we were 10 years old and he's 14 or 15 years old and the, and the trash talking and just, um, you know, having fun. And, you know, it has been a while since I've been scolded by my dad and telling me to, you know, be quiet and go to bed. It felt good to kind of hear that again. And, you know, it had been uh, 30 years, or, you know, probably since I, you know, since I heard that. So it felt good. And, um, you know, so, you know, I think, and, and then when you bring in a, a brand, uh, that is kind of part of the family and, and watching Super Bowls with your Doritos and Lay's chips and Tostitos. I mean, that just felt natural. That, 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 that's something that was uh, around the household when, when we were growing up. And, and so it, it just made sense. And then throw in the other um, the other stars and Troy Aikman and, and Montana and Rice and Deion Sanders and Bettis and those guys, you know, 22 Super Bowl rings uh, amongst the crew uh, and you get an all-star commercial and uh, to do it with you know family with uh, some of your family members was uh, you know just made it a lot of fun okay now I have to ask you each a piece of scoop here Eli who was better you or Peyton when it came to throwing those balls and putting them in the wall yeah you know I um, you know Peyton doesn't throw a spiral uh, all that often so his weren't sticking into the wall into the wall I thought that tight spiral really got stuck into the wall his kind of wobbling this but hit the wall, then bounce down. So, you know, I, I got to say I was maybe a little bit better. I'm sure Peyton will agree with that, right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I'll, I, 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 he, he, it was actually his idea. He said that first. I'm just quoting, quoting him, I think. Okay. So if I talk to him, he'll, he'll confirm that, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to talk to him. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll confirm for him. But, you know, but yeah, either way. Okay, Eli, I'll take your word for it. You've always told the truth anyway. Always. And Mr. Manning, one for you, if I may. Um, what was it like yelling at the boys again? I mean, I'm sure it's been a long, long time. I mean, it, you, it looked like you just done it yesterday or something. You know, it actually it actually felt pretty good. It, as Eli said, it's been a long time. But uh, 
yeah, it did happen back in the day. Uh, I really, um, I, I compliment Frito-Lay. I, I thought the, the, well, I think the overall the theme of, of this entire thing is, is fantastic, but uh, for the boys, um, you know, to kind of be throwing the ball and then get, getting into uh, beats, come down and tell them to go to bed. And then they kind of get into it and talk trash a little bit. I, I think it's something that people are going to enjoy. I sure hope so. But it, it really was fun for us to get together and, um, and, and, and do the commercial. Uh, we hadn't seen much of each other during, during this time. We had a lot of laughs. So I, I think people are going to enjoy it. And it uh, uh, should, should be a great Super Bowl, great Super Bowl week coming up and a good time for Frito-Lay also. So all those times Eli said that he was an angel and his brothers were angels, that's not true? Um, I, I won't comment anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, you've led me on, huh? <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much for the time. Eli, pleasure seeing you, Mr. Manning. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you, Patricia. And hopefully Thanks we get to see you again soon. All right, Giant fans, that'll do it for this edition of Locked on Giants. I hope you enjoyed that little banter there at the end. I thought it was just absolutely precious and just kind of came off script, which is what Eli does so well, just, you know, improvising and whatnot. And it, it was an opportunity to really show his personality. Yes, he does have a personality and it's quite funny, actually. And um, I'm going to see if I can cut up the video and put it on Giants Country because, uh, you know, there's just, unfortunately, there's no way to capture the facial expressions that were being made during uh, that, that little banter there. But trust me, they were precious. And I'm going to see if I can put that on uh, Giants Country in some way, shape or form. Assuming I can edit it and cut it up. But uh, anyway, hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to tune in tomorrow to the Locked on Giants podcast when I have a legend from the Giants Super Bowl 25 championship team. He'll be joining me on the podcast. And um, it is Super Bowl week. So we're bringing uh, this particular gentleman on. And he's going to talk about his memories. And uh, he'll give me his prediction on who wins Sunday's big game. So uh, that is an interview that you will not want to miss. So until then, folks, have a great day. And thank you for